Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam Byrne. I'm your host on another edition of iClarity. This is a podcast that offers uh, cutting-edge information on eye health, vision therapy, and wellness. So welcome to the show today. Uh, We're going to talk about MSM eye drops. And um, I've been emailing uh, this gentleman, his name is Joe, and he's from New York. Hey, Joe. And I said that I was going to talk about a question that he was having. Uh, Joe's been diagnosed with a condition called macular pucker. And this is kind of like, well, the macula is the center part of the retina that um, when it becomes wrinkled, um, it creates what we call a macular pucker, and it can it can really distort uh, your eye clarity. And Joe's been suffering from this, and he wrote me uh, what could he do, and he got some MSM eye drops, and this is what he's writing me. I'm still getting a lot of burning from the MSM. I blink a couple of times and then massage the rest of the drop into the lids. It does stop the burning when I do it that way. There's now a gray circle that I see in the eye with the pucker and it intensifies with the MSM. For this reason, I'm going to stop using the MSM eye drops and I'm gonna go get a retinal exam. I'm in sync with your philosophy on nutrition, no gluten, dairy, or sugar, uh, but I'm really concerned about my eyes. Well, Joe, uh, I would say that, um, you know, there's a couple of things that I would, I would look at. I, I understand that you take really good uh, supplements and that you're really conscious about your eyes. Uh, we're just going to go through the checklist of things that you want to make sure that, um, you know, you want to check off the list. So number one is if you've been in any car accidents or you've had any traumas in your life, uh, that would be number one that I would look at. Number two, I would look at the lens prescription you're wearing. I don't know if you're wearing reading glasses or progressive glasses. Uh, You know, I've said on other podcasts that if you're wearing progressive lenses or progressive bifocals, they're the no-line bifocals. The only part of the lens that you're using is a tiny hole in the middle. This puts a lot of pressure on the macula. I'm not sure you're doing that, but the optical system you're looking through is really important in terms of, you know, uh, relaxing the eyes, especially the the macula area. Uh, number three, how much computer use you're you're doing, uh, EMFs, uh, dehydration, pharmaceutical drugs, uh, being a former smoker, um, having um, carbohydrate insensitivity or carbohydrate sensitivities, where your insulin level is a, a bit out of whack, Uh, also inflammatory responses, especially in the gut. These are all things that I'm sure you're looking at, but um, definitely this begins to affect the retinal health. You know, I've said this before in other shows that the retina has one of the highest metabolic needs of the body and the macula has the highest metabolic need of the retina. And the retina is made up of tiny blood vessels called microcapillaries. And they rely on the mitochondria to produce ATP so that they're producing enough energy to um, uh, 
get rid of metabolic waste. And with a macular pucker, what's happening is the vitreous part of your eye is hardening and shrinking, which begins to pull on the macula. This is part of what happens with the macular pucker. And in terms of, you know, uh, the MSM eye drops, um, they are a really good uh, possibility for you. So think of it this way, that the eyeball is like a balloon full of water, but instead of rubber, of course, it's a proteinaceous material, it's made of collagen, and the optical tissue, all of the tissue of the eyes, allows the fluid to flow through the membrane wall, and uh, it really acts like a filtering system where it cleans out all the toxicities, all the particles that begin to affect our eye circulation. And if the membranes are not uh, permeable, this creates kind of a leather-like uh, material in the eye. And this uh, begins to affect uh, the lens of the eye, so it can create cataracts. It can uh, cause a, a change in the viscosity of the vitreous, which is the jelly-like part of the eye, and also the macula area. And usually this particular um, deterioration is going on for a long period of time, but there comes a break point when your system can't overcome it anymore. And I suspect that, <clears throat> you know, I don't know what your past was like, but there still may be some residue of toxicities in your eyes, in your body. You know, another couple of things I look at would be uh, heavy metal toxicity, dental health, and electromagnetic pollution. These are all things that create a dehydration inside the cell, inside the cell. And so what the MSM eye drops are doing is they're reducing inflammation they're softening the membranes, they're permitting the fluids to pass through the tissues. They can help repair any damage uh, that has occurred in terms of the dehydration. Now in your situation, when you get the burning, it means that the blood vessels are very congested. And as I've said uh, you know, before, that what I would do is I would only put one eye drop in the corner of each eye with the eyes closed. So I'd only work with one eye drop and I would do the massaging on the eyelashes and the eyelids for at least 30 seconds and then slowly begin to open your eyes. I think that um, that could be a way for you to begin to um, uh, <clears throat> you know, avoid some of the burning. I think the eye exercises that I offer in terms of eye relaxation and visual coordination are essential for you. For some reason, the maculas are overtaxed, they're overstressed. Uh, the macular pucker um, is there because there's a shrinking of the vitreous and it could be the way you're using your maculas in relation to your focusing. This is where the uh, physical therapy for your eyes could be very helpful. And of course, all the eye nutrients that you're taking, glutathione, lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, bilberry, critically important for not only retinal health, but um, macular health. 
So um, I don't think that the MSM drops are causing this gray spot. I think it's good to go check it out. Uh, be curious to hear what it is. The MSM is an organic sulfur material. Sulfur is the third leading trace mineral in the body. Um, I don't think it's going to cause the, the gray spot to get worse, even though maybe you're experiencing that. Maybe it's making you more aware of it. Uh, certainly on some level, there's an imbalance going on in your nutrient absorption in the eye tissues. So I hope that gives you some help, and um, I wish you the best of luck, Joe. Okay, next question is about uh, blepharitis. Boy, I'm getting a lot of questions on blepharitis. And I'm going to suggest that uh, if you are suffering this inflammation of the eyelids, that you go to my website and you type in blepharitis. There's a wonderful video I've done on the causes of blepharitis and also what are some natural remedies you can do to reduce the blepharitis symptoms and get rid of uh, the, the causative factors on what's creating it. But in this particular um, person, what they're saying is, I want to start using the eye drops. I'm not sure what would be the best for me. I have blepharitis, meibomium cysts, early stage cataracts. The eyes tend to be dry and runny. Um, should I get the MSM or general eye health eye drops or the cataract eye drops? What do you recommend? Well, Right off the bat, I can say that your eyes are drying out. They're in a malnutrition, dehydrated state. They've probably been that way for a long period of time. I would start with the 4% MSM eye drops. I would do the eye massage. Then I immediately would put in the cataract eye drops. Again, the MSM eye drops prepare the cornea for the cataract eye drops to go in more deeply. I would take all kinds of eye nutrients, reduce inflammation, um, in the eyes and, the, and in the body, especially in the intestinal system. Um, and I would begin to do some eye exercises to reduce some of the congestion in your eyes. That would be a good place to start. Again, the big three, stress, trauma, toxicity. What kind of optical system are you looking through? What's your EMF pollution like? Are you suffering heavy metal toxicity? Is there an inflammatory response going on? Again, these are the checklist of things that you want to begin to ask yourself in terms of why your eyes are letting you down. Okay, next question. This is a question that um, is very interesting. Uh, this was a, a, a wife um, who's um, she's, re she's writing to me in regards to her husband who was hit, um, he's a police officer, and he was hit while he was working on his bike. Um, and this created a head trauma uh, where he had a procedure um, on the right side of his eye that um, um, where he had seizures and they had to do the surgery uh, to put the bone back in place. There was a shunt inserted. Um, so... This has created a real head trauma, and it's created some vision issues. Uh, he went to a neuro-ophthalmologist, and, uh, you know, he's, he's working more conventionally um, in terms of just having the structure of the eyes examined. Um, I'm going to recommend uh, that he gets some 
eye therapy, some physical therapy for the eyes. Um, there are things that, that he could do to uh, improve his visual coordination, to <clears throat> improve his visual focusing. I think things like the uh, palming and the humming, the eye stretch, uh, the eye scan, uh, these would be essential exercises to help him heal the trauma. I would definitely recommend some craniosacral therapy, some acupuncture, some homeopathy, you know, whatever he can do on a natural basis to heal the trauma and then to do some physical eye therapy exercises, this would be the way to go in terms of healing the situation. You know, this is where I started in my practice, where I worked in uh, some of the hospitals, where I worked with people with severe traumatic brain injury. And the physical eye therapy that I prescribed for them was so potent in terms of getting their vision to come back. Because whenever you have any trauma, what happens is, is that you begin to um, close down the circulation in the area where you receive the trauma. So there's no energy flow. There's no cellular absorption. And the key is to uh, increase the energy flow, to, um, to do some physical therapy, to retrain and re-educate re how the eyes, the brain, and the body work together. So there's a lot out there. Uh, he just needs to seek out a more functional approach uh, in improving his vision and his health. But thank you so much for the question. Um, I really appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to take one more question. This is a, a person who has a condition called downbeat nystagmus. This is a very interesting um, diagnosis. And in terms of downbeat nystagmus, so nystagmus is a condition where the eye muscles oscillate back and forth. They can either go very slowly or very quickly. Um, there can be a neurological reason. There can be tumors. There can be um, you know, circulation problems in the brain. Um, I think you need to get checked out by a neurologist and rule out tumors, neurodegenerative diseases, uh, things like that. A lot of times there's an idiopathic um, cause, which means they don't really know why you're developing nystagmus. And this particular downbeat nystagmus, it tends to oscillate more when you look down as opposed to when you look straight ahead. So number one, I would recommend some craniosacral therapy. I find that the cranial work could be really good in terms of relaxing the eye muscles, relaxing the nervous system, uh, because it tends to be worse when you're under stress. And so the, uh, the craniosacral, the acupuncture, uh, homeopathy might be very helpful as well. And then of course my eye exercises, they're all fantastic. Uh, even if you start with the palming and humming, the eye scan, um, I would consider the Brock string, the yin-yang chart, um, any of them would be really good because the, the, um, the goal here is to help the eyes and the brain reconnect in a way so a person has better self-regulation. And I define self-regulation is when I get under stress, I have techniques to help me discharge the stress 
And in doing that, especially in my eyes, I have full control of my visual system. And when somebody has a nystagmus, basically what's happening is, is they, they've lost control of their eye muscles. And in doing that, you create this oscillation, which is very, very disconcerting and very disorienting. Uh, this is definitely a neurological disease. And, um, you know, again, supplementing with nutrients, I think magnesium is a critical one in this equation. But all the antioxidants are really important. Um, inflammatory response, uh, looking at metabolic imbalances. Sometimes the thyroid can be uh, in play here. So generally speaking, I think that um, I've helped this condition quite a bit, but you need to work with it from a more functional point of view. Okay, well, that's my show for today. I want to thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.